everybody, and welcome to Ghoul's Night In, a spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And today I have brought um, a topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is cemeteries. Oh, I cannot wait. Cemeteries are one of my favorite things on earth. Me too. And that is why I just kind of wanted to talk about them, talk about them as a a destination, as a place of history, and kind of like, you know, are cemeteries peaceful? Are they spooky? Different people have different opinions. Por que no las dos? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Definitely, definitely los dos. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say my my earliest cemetery memory um, is actually going to a cemetery at night with my Girl Scout troop. Oh, y'all, I am so excited. Penny has been promising me this Girl Scout story since episode <laughs> one. We are now on episode like 10 or something. Yeah. It has been too long. Give me this Girl Scout story. <laughs> too long. Um, So this was when I think I was still a brownie. Um, So I was pretty young in elementary school. And we were doing like a local history badge um, as our troop. And there was actually a small cemetery that was right across the street from my elementary school. Oh. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) And we walked over there one evening and we had um, like, you know, in the Girl Scout book where they have all the things that you need to like check off to have like earned your badge. And this one had stuff where it was like, find the oldest grave in the cemetery, find the person who lived the longest, find like the shortest, which of course was like very sad because it was a baby. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just very weird. And like, it was one of those things where as a kid, I felt like I should be scared about it. But it was also like, well, it's just me and my friends hanging out. But I do remember it had rained somewhat recently, and so the ground was a little wet, and I was 100% convinced that if I stepped wrong, I was going to slide into a grave. Oh my gosh. This is your villain origin story. Right? I know. I was just an obvious, obviously as an adult, that doesn't make any sense, but I was like, well, the ground is loose, so obviously- the oh, yeah. dirt must just be weak above where they've buried people. So I'm just going to like sink right into this. <laughs> grave. Yeah, I mean, I would have honestly, my brain would have been the exact same way at like at a young age. I would have been like, okay, well, this is how I die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just, just such a, a bizarre thing to look back on, especially knowing that I was such a wimpy kid, just me and a bunch of other elementary school girls running around with like little computer printout sheets of like a scavenger hunt in a cemetery, basically. That's really cool. We never did anything remotely spooky like that. That that sounds super fun, actually. I know. And I mean, I think that maybe that did kind of shape my, my viewing of cemeteries since it was definitely through like this historical lens and kind of like, it's about like the history of your community kind sure. of, kind of vibe. Um, but I, uh, like what obviously you know people visit cemeteries when they have a loved one who is there and they're seeking remembrance um but people for a long time have gone to cemeteries for leisure reasons yes and- i we actually have a 
a park in Kansas City that is Kansas City's oldest cemetery, and it people jog and walk their dogs, and it's lovely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I did read um, an Atlas Obscura article about um, picnicking in cemeteries um, that was talking about how during the 19th century, it became just like super popular to like have a picnic in a cemetery Love because that. a lot of places didn't have public parks at all. So it's probably one of the like better maintained areas outside. Exactly. It was like yeah. one of the only places that was like a maintained, you know, outdoor space. And obviously much like now um it was a time of epidemics and a lot of people had lost loved ones and they did you know continue to feel close to those people by hanging out in the cemetery and using it as kind of like more of a park we're i don't know if the if your research like stated this specifically but like were people going to have picnics like at graves of loved ones specifically or were they just going to like any old cemetery and hanging out with a friend yeah it seemed like a mix like people would often like kind of set up or there was a description in this article about a family saying that like oh we celebrated thanksgiving just like always like daddy was there because we had it at his grave basically (laughs) That is the Thanksgiving I signed up for. Right. And like, I mean, obviously, um, you know, with Dia de los Muertos, there's a big tradition in Mexico of having that kind of connection with your family and, you know, having a picnic or food there in the cemetery with them. I've always loved that. I think in general, the the Day of the Dead is such an amazing holiday. Like, I wish Americans subscribe to that more. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that especially um, today that being able to embrace cemeteries as a place to go to um, can be really death positive and help to destigmatize, you know, oh, definitely the idea of death because we we will all die one day. <laughs> and I won't. I'm not planning on it. <laughs> Opting out. <laughs> Did. Was your family a, a like a Memorial Day family? Did you visit graves and stuff on Memorial Day? Uh, we were not. So I don't think I've actually ever been to the cemetery with my family. Oh, wow. Um, I, I'm sure I will get called out on this because my parents do listen <laughs> to this podcast. But I like I remember going to my great grandpa's funeral and I don't believe we went to the gravesite. Oh, OK. But like we so we went from like the service and then we went to the wake. But. That's probably like one of the more macabre things about my family is that we did a Memorial Day road trip every year. Oh, wow. Uh, growing up. And we, for three days, like drove through Missouri down to Southern Missouri, like two, three hours away. And we went to all the cemeteries where like all of my family's extended, everyone was buried. And would leave flowers to all the graves and we would like sit for a long time and my dad or mom would tell me stories about these family members I had never met it was actually like it's as a kid I was kind of like this is boring but now as an adult <laughs> I was like that was actually really cool because I I did feel like I was close to those people even though I never met them and that's yeah, like for sure what the cemetery is for <laughs> right and I I did want to bring up, since we are talking about cemeteries, um, a bit of cemetery etiquette, um, yes. which is just, you know, even, even in a cemetery that is, you know, more historic and isn't being actively used, it is a place of remembrance and it, you should treat it respectfully. 
Um, and especially in a non-historic cemetery where people are still being interred, um, it's very possible that the other people who you see there are actively mourning someone. So make sure you behave appropriately. Um, I would say like it's fine to snap some photos, especially landscape photos, but don't touch or definitely do not ever sit on a grave. Um, and pers- personally, I, I know that people have different feelings about cemetery photos. I'm only really comfortable posing with like a monument if it's for a historical or like a noted figure. Mm-hmm. So like it's not just, you know, Joe Schmo's grave. <laughs> it's like, right. oh, yeah, this guy was the mayor. So like. Yeah, we uh, the I actually I recently did a, a shoot in that historic cemetery in Kansas City and uh They've got a lot of really cool... I actually didn't know at the time what this was. Um, It looks almost like a a mausoleum built into a hill. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people take photos in front of that. And actually, our local theaters do plays in front of it as well. Ooh, that's cool. It's very cool. And so my friend and I just went um, a few weeks ago and saw a a show called Electric Poe, where they do like a live reading of Poe's work and uh, over like very cool electric guitar music. <laughs> um, but they were talking about that, that mausoleum thing, I guess, was actually used as like storage for bodies in the wintertime when they couldn't oh, break ground yeah. um, to bury people. And so they would keep everyone in that this little hill because it would stay very cold and then when the the ground thawed in the spring they would take everybody out and and place them in their respective (laughs) graves um but i that was a cool little piece of cemetery knowledge that i did not know and i thought that was a very cool thing i hadn't heard of before yeah that's super fun um my one other bossy note before we go on to talking about fun things is even though grave cleaning and things are very popular on tiktok Do not ever clean or alter a grave. That is not your responsibility. You can very, very easily damage and destroy a gravestone using improper methods or chemicals. And I know, I know Midge already knows, um, but even earlier this year, there were historic stones at Sleepy Hollow Cemetery that were damaged by Mm -hmm. someone that uh, was taking rubbings of them and used some kind of chemical on the stone. So just be, be cool, you guys. Yeah, the yeah, actually like the headstone of Katrina Van Tassel was damaged mm-hmm. like irreparably um in that situation and we actually talk about that a bit in another episode that'll come up later but it's yeah, it ooh that steams my buns. Yep, yep. It's just it's very inappropriate and it's it's not your business. Uh, so yeah. don't do it. Well, and like, I think too, just the, there's always been, I think this is kind of more of a like, witch spiritualistic kind of thing, but like, as far as leaving everything the way you found it and not taking anything from a cemetery, Mm -hmm. like, not even so much as like a rock or a flower, like, just don't take anything. (laughs) Uh, Like, leave it be, leave it nice for the people who are resting there. Uh, Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, a place to have like the utmost respect for and a lot of people do not for some reason and i find that very odd yep yeah Uh, so my next topic you kind of already got into but was just personal fave cemeteries and it sounds like you have a a pretty cool one down in kansas city yes union cemetery in kansas city uh definitely look it up it's it's absolutely beautiful um very well maintained and uh 
I don't know. I've, I've, I've been to a lot of beautiful ones in like uh, the Northeast as well that are, are not local to me, obviously, but um, I think they have some of the most beautiful cemeteries like near Boston and areas like that. Yeah, I think um, our kind of version of Union Cemetery is called Forest Home um, here in Milwaukee. And it is just like this sprawling Victorian park style cemetery that has a lot of notable Milwaukeeans, a lot of the beer barons, mares, um, the Davidsons or the Harley Davidsons oh, wow. um, <laughs> are all buried there, which is pretty cool. Um, that is the cemetery that I did um, my Halloween photos in last year, if you yeah. have seen those. Um, and that's another one where they have like they do cemetery tours. They do like a symbolism tour. They have cemetery yoga and I just found out uh, this year that they actually sell honey that is made from the bees that what? are on site at the cemetery. Oh, I'm going to need you to send me some of that. I will right? you. That's I fine. know. that is, And I was like, uh, this is the best thing that I've ever heard of. That's and, so cool. Yeah, it's a very cool place. Otherwise, um, one of my very favorite cemeteries, I mean, like... Um, you were saying in a previous episode, Europe always has just like such a fascinating blend of the old and new. Yes. And um, I w got to go to St. Peter's Cemetery in Catacombs in Salzburg, Austria. Um, so the first mention of a cemetery at that location is in documents from 1139. Wow. And the oldest tombstone there dates to 1288. That's wild. So it is very old and it's just such a like kind of colorful mix of things. Um, you have probably seen a representation of this cemetery because it was featured in the Sound of Music. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so it, so the movie was not actually filmed in the cemetery. Um, it was rebuilt on a soundstage. Um, but this is the cemetery that the Von Trapp family flees through at the end of the movie. And it is like just as cool as that in person. There's just like a ton of cool iron crosses. There are like um, mausoleum um, crypts, like family crypts along the outside where you can see like, you know, 10 people, you know, are all, all from a family are there and just very cool. Like you can see like family lines from the area stretching back hundreds of years. That's so cool. I really would love to, um, there's a, a cemetery in, I believe it's, I don't know if it's in London or just near London, but it's called the Highgate. Oh yeah. I've heard of that. And, uh, actually, uh, I think it was Dire Ghoul House, uh, she did like a live on Instagram where she was walking through it and oh my gosh, I've never seen anything so like peaceful and beautiful. Um, and there's a giant like gravestone there that looks like a, a, a grand piano. Oh, cool. <laughs> made out of stone. It just like the whole thing is just so beautiful and it's, it's old and covered in moss, but like in a really pretty still very upkept way I, I would love to take a, a stroll through there someday yeah and I did um I got to visit Hollywood Forever Cemetery in LA when I was out there mm. um lots of famous people beautiful grounds I sadly was not there when they were doing one of their movie nights which I'm always so jealous of when I see I people I on Instagram saw. 
with their yeah what they do so many showings and people make like fabulous picnics and things to yeah, go there did somebody like um huntina and some people just went to a shining screen yes there, didn't they yes i saw that yes so every time <laughs> that I, super I, cool. uh, I see people posting from there and like what they're watching i'm like oh i want to go to that so bad yeah that would be really really cool be awesome um, I did visit a Thrillist article called Famous Cemeteries to Visit Before You Die uh, to look up some cemeteries that I haven't been to yet that I might want to go to. And I mean, I feel like everyone wants to go to Père Lachaise in Paris mm-hmm. and, you know, see Jim Morrison, Oscar Wilde, all sorts of sweet people. We talked actually a, a little bit about this. Was it? I guess just God. Was that just last night or two nights ago? <laughs> uh, in our live uh, for Ghouls Night in Pod with uh, Miranda of Spooky Little Halloween, uh, but in actually in Kansas, uh, there is a cemetery not too far from me. I want to say it's like maybe an hour and a half, two hours from me. Um, that is supposedly like where one of the seven like gates of hell is supposed to oh, be located. Yeah, you said that. Um it's like a I don't remember the whole story about it, but that like there was a, a church there that was like uh, what is it called? Like deconsecrated or whatever where mm-hmm. they like uh and so now there's yeah like supposed to be a, a portal to hell there. I think it's called mm-hmm. Stull S T U L L cemetery. Um so if you want to go, uh, if you're if you're in the area <laughs> and want to visit the gates of hell, that does let sound me know. pretty sweet. That does sound pretty sweet. Um, I definitely want to go. I would love to tour. Um, there are such unique cemeteries in New Orleans, um, mm-hmm. especially with all of the above ground tombs and that kind of kind of good stuff. Just like a very unique kind of burial, non burial in entombment situation. Yes. I was what was I watching? Dixie, I think, uh, Witch Void was she made a video about tourism in New Orleans and was talking about like why people were a bit buried above ground, basically. And I, that was that's fascinating. Like I've I I was completely unaware of that until maybe a month and a half ago. Right. Yeah. It's just it's very intriguing to see like kind of how things work out in different places. And that's mm-hmm. one of one of the other things on my list was um, Okunoan Cemetery, which is in Japan. Oh, and it is a big Buddhist pilgrimage site. And apparently they have just like a lot of really unique monuments there. Like people have memorials that are like shaped like spaceships <laughs> and <laughs> all sorts of wacky like tombstone shapes it says that a local pesticide company made a memorial dedicated to termites and there's like a statue of coffee cups and it just sounds like so unique and is the the largest cemetery in japan because um a the founder of shingon buddhism is um there hence the pilgrimage site got it yes yeah, and I, I was reading about that and I was like, this sounds fabulous. And it's like um in a in a forest. So what would be your uh what would be your statue of choice <laughs> for your grave? Like what I think Ooh. coffee cups is probably a pretty <laughs> strong contender <laughs> for me. Um I wanna I want like a giant lipstick tube. 
Ooh, pop off. Yes. I would be into that. <laughs> we'll be, we can be buried next to each other and you can have lipstick and I'll have like a thing of eyeliner. It'll be very cute. <laughs> yes. And I'll, I will encourage like, um, people, Oscar Wilde and I know Valentino. I did actually see Valentino's, um, crypt. Um, their graves are always covered in kiss marks. So <laughs> if I, if I had a lipstick tomb, I would invite everyone to come and smooch it. Yes. With like your your most goth lipstick. <laughs> yes. Uh, and my my last little snippet um, was I did um, just look up some fun examples of cemetery symbolism. Which... I was hoping you would get into like iconography a little bit because yeah. I know you. <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> I have I have a T-shirt that's cemetery iconography. I love so. that. I'm committed to it. But yeah, it's just, it's so interesting to see all of the different um, carvings and art that you see on different graves. And a lot of cemetery symbols are very like up for debate and there's disagreement Mm. about what it can symbolize because it sounds like a lot of people just, it's, you know, like whenever you're trying to figure out what a symbol means, everyone is like, well, it means what I think it means. Right. But I did look up about, you know, obviously you see a lot of angels in poses, but did you know that the different poses have their own meanings? I did not. So apparently an angel with open wings is supposed to be representing the flight of your soul to heaven. Like you do. Um, <laughs> they There are sometimes statues of angels who are like carrying the deceased, like they're yes. actively taking you to heaven right now. That um, just makes me picture uh, Nightmare Before Christmas when Jack is like yes. laying across <laughs> that angel very, very dramatically. Right. Um, an angel blowing a trumpet depicts the day of judgment. Oh, and intense. a weeping angel, the spookiest of all angels. Um, Don't like Right. Symbolizes grief and is especially used for the mourning of an untimely death. Mm. And on, yeah, on that same note, that's what um, they said. Like there's, you see a lot of broken columns in Mm -hmm. cemeteries and that sometimes if it's like, you know, uh, it could actually be broken, um, but a lot of them are built already broken um, to indicate life cut short. Interesting. Mm hmm. And the other one that I thought was really interesting was um, the inverted torch, because I do feel like I see that on a lot of graves. Mm -hmm. And it is um, so like a lit torch like on there is supposed to represent like life and immortality, like everlasting life. Sure. Where um, an inverted torch, which is usually still depicted like it's lit, um, is representing like death and the passing of the soul to the next life. Hmm. so i thought it i think it's very it's very interesting kind of like what symbols are meaningful to people and there's also there's also a bunch where they're like oh an anchor represents um the stalwart nature of faith or maybe if they were a sailor or or maybe also (laughs) they owned a boat right yeah so there's a there's a lot like that where they're like oh this could like wheat it means something or they made beer (laughs) (laughs) i love that I do have a, I have one little thing, cemetery-related object that I would love to bring up. Tell me. Are you familiar with the the mort safe? Oh, I am familiar with mort safes. (laughs) 
So if y'all don't know, uh, this was a whole thing during like, uh, I want to say like the 18th century-ish in in, in England um, and like, well, Europe in general. Um, but you'll see like pictures of graves with cages built over them. Um, and there's a couple different like things about this where, of course, a lot of people say it's because like grave robbing was really <laughs> bad mm-hmm. um, and people were trying to prevent people from uh what's resurfacing people's bodies which is fair um (laughs) but there's also a lot of speculation that during certain periods this was done over the graves of people who were believed to have been vampires (laughs) Mm -hmm. to prevent them from rising from the dead uh (laughs) and i think that is hilarious and i love that Yeah, I remember it, you made me laugh when you were talking about, um, well, I guess not laugh, but it made me smile when you were talking about um, how there was that mausoleum that a lot of bodies were stored in. Um, because I did see um, a thing going around, I think it was on TikTok, where there's, you know, it was like, what is this? Where there were just like a lot of spikes in mm. like a grave. And it's like, oh, it's to heat the ground, to thaw it. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah, like there are devices, like obviously a lot of the times people just wait until the ground is non-frozen, but when you live in a place uh, where the ground freezes, you your, your local cemetery may have a, a device that um, you kind of jab some spikes into the earth and then heat them up to help thaw oh, it out. That's cool. I don't know mm-hmm. why my brain automatically was like, oh, it's for birds to keep them off the grave. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, but I don't just... sit on here, birds. Get a- get out of here. <laughs> Literally. I feel like that's, you know, think people do that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want any birds pooping on my, my giant lipstick, so... <laughs> Well, tell me this then. A, is is traditional burial something you would consider or are you like not? I know some people are like, I'm terrified of being buried alive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, you are going to start me on, on such a tangent, ma'am. Um, so if, if anyone if anyone is interested in death and burial and things like that, I highly recommend um, following Ask a Mortician and the uh, Order of the Good Death. Um Love that. Love those channels. I would love to be composted. Same, actually. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be like embalmed or put in a yeah. coffin that's not going to degrade. Um, yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not super into the embalming. Um, I'm not like afraid of being buried alive, but I'm also just kind of like, this seems like sort of a waste. No. Yeah. Like give me back to the earth. Um, But yeah, I guess. If if you were to be a place where there is a uh, a memorial for you and some mm-hmm. where, where people can visit, I'm gonna about I'm about to shoot you a question that you weren't prepared for. <laughs> what would you want your uh, your your epitaph to say on your tombstone? Oh man, hmm. I mean there are there are so many great classic epitaphs. I mean you lo- gotta love Buffy. She saved the world a lot. Um, <laughs> I I don't know if this is what I would want, but my friend and I in college always used to joke about the epitaph on the tombstone being at least she tried. (laughs) (laughs) But I I feel like I'd want to write like a witty poem, like, like, 
and a, pre a nice pre prepare that. Yeah, prepare that and give it to my, you know, associates and be like, please emblazon this witty remark. Like yeah. some kind of like, you know, little quip on my epitaph. I thought you were going to ask where I would want my memorial to be. Oh, that too. And I was going to say that I would love to have like a seat in a in a cool bar that I liked Ooh, that had like fun. a little plaque on it. And that was like, this is Penny's seat. I love that. At Brian's. We can leave it at yes, Brian's Cocktail Lounge. Exactly. I, uh, I... I know now that because you told me that apparently people are dumping ashes in the haunted mansion, I want to tell you right now that I will not be doing that for you. So (laughs) we can make a bar, uh, we can make a bar seat happen. (laughs) Well, yeah, Midge, I wouldn't ask you that on the show in public. (laughs) Wink, wink. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) I never said that I wanted my body in the haunted mansion. (laughs) What, what do you want your epitaph to be? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, literally same. Like something, I think I just don't want people to be like super sad. Yeah. I want it to, I want to, I feel like I would be making jokes even in death. Uh, yes. Like, yeah. Oh, Maybe. the other thing, if I wasn't composted, uh-huh. I'm very into like the places that will like turn your um, remains into like, glass art or like, like a, a gemstone yeah yes. like i feel like i i don't know it might weird out my future my future family or friends but like to become a beautiful thing that someone w- could like you know keep and she love was beautiful in life and she is beautiful in death <laughs> right and just be like oh you know aunt jenny was so beautiful and now she's this sweet ring <laughs> I, uh, that's actually not creepy at all comparatively because I have in a very non-joking fashion multiple times asked my husband to try to preserve my skull (laughs) (laughs) because I think it would be very funny to hand that down through generations and have people just like using it as a Halloween decoration and being like, oh yeah, no, that's my grandma. And people (laughs) be like, ha ha ha. Like, no, no, really. That's my grandma. (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. Like um, how Tchaikovsky wanted to skull to be Yorick. Yes, thank you. And then they were like, yeah, and they were like, you can't do that. And David Tennant was like, I'm going to do it anyway. And he did. So (laughs) see, that's the thing. He knows about plausible deniability. Allegedly, that's my grandma in the fireplace. Oh man. Well, that was a a lovely conversation about cemeteries with you. Um Yes, I'm glad you brought this topic cuz it really is like a, a near and dear to my heart. I just I find I find them to be so peaceful and I just I I'm glad that we are one small drop in the bucket of breaking down like the taboo around death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I do I do find like being in cemeteries just like mournful but also very peaceful. So, I feel like, you know, it definitely makes you think about mortality and your existence, um but it's also really nice to look around and, you know, see all the ways that people are remembered and even yes. you know, after after they are are long gone, there's still a piece of them that people are are thinking about. I agree completely. 
All right. Well, that was a mushy ending <laughs> to the cemeteries episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you have never gone to a cemetery um, for for leisure, I highly recommend uh, just going and taking a walk. Um, a lot of them, especially now, have you know beautiful changing leaves and things like that. And give it a shot. You might like it. Also, if you're like into cemeteries, like I know my local historic is always looking for volunteers to help out with stuff, to help with um, just upkeeping the property and things. So mm-hmm. look into volunteering and get a local cemetery and, and give back and uh, get to enjoy it and learn something in the process. <laughs> yes. Gosh. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, you can find what we're doing stay in touch with the podcast um on instagram at ghouls night in pod and please do like rate and review subscribe follow whatever your platform does show them how much you love this podcast because we love making it for you um if you're looking for me you can find me on all of the things at penny snark and you can find me across all platforms at midge munster And until next time, goodbye.